This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Go to jfbelievers.com for more information. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verse 38. He said to them, Why are you troubled? Why do doubts arise in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, and that it is truly me? Touch me and see, for a spirit doesn't have flesh and bones as you see that I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. Now Jesus said something here that we all need to take notice of. Those present that day certainly had plenty of reasons to be sad and depressed and troubled, just as we often believe we have, maybe we believe today. They had personally witnessed scenes that are horrific. The execution of their friend and Lord. Man, and now they believe themselves to be alone, perhaps alone even in the crowded room. And now when their nerves were worn and frayed, they believe themselves to be in the presence of a vision or an apparition. So, I guess humanly speaking, you could say these folks were freaking out. And yet Jesus calmly comes to them and says, Why are you guys so troubled? Sounds similar to the words he spoke back in the midst of the storm on that boat. Oh, how I pray that I can remember those words in such moments of life. And why do doubts arise in your hearts? When we stop and realize that Christ is alive and in our midst, just as sure as he was at that moment, why do we have to fear? And for all of eternity, the only imperfections that are going to remain are those nail-scarred hands and feet of Christ. And that is so that we never forget. Not ever. Please note that Jesus pointed out his flesh and bones. That should put an end to any of this nonsense that Jesus was just spiritually, quote-unquote, raised from the dead. It hasn't put it to bed, but you would think it would. When we find ourselves in the battles of life, we should be able to hear him tell us, Gang, just look at these handsome feet. Look at what I did for you. What I have overcome for you. I understand. I know your pain. I have overcome. And so will you. I can almost hear Paul speak those immortal words that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Verse 41 says, While they still didn't believe for joy and wondered, he said to them, Do you have anything to eat? (laughs) They gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took them and ate in front of them. Almost to prove the point that he was alive, he took food and he ate it in their presence. I can't help but wonder, if the upper room experience was the quote-unquote last supper, was this the first supper of the new life that they would share with him? Verse 44, he said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you, that all things which are written in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms concerning me must be fulfilled. Now Jesus reminds them and us today that he had told everyone this stuff before. 
Jesus has told us a lot of stuff that is still coming. Are we as sure about all of that as the disciples were that day as they beheld the reality of his promises right before their very eyes? Verse 45 says, And he opened their minds that he that they might understand the scriptures. And he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Christ to suffer, and to rise from the dead the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all the nations beginning at Jerusalem. Verse 48, You are witnesses of these things. Now you know, Jesus here and doesn't call uh, the apostles debaters or attorneys or judges or intellectuals. He calls them witnesses. It was as a witness that they were able to share Christ with others. They would now testify of the events of their lives, what they had seen, what they had lived. They were to tell others, everyone they could find, they were to be witnesses. They were to stretch beyond their localities, beyond their neighborhoods, even beyond their countries. This is a call that we have taken up as a church. This is why we go out to other countries to tell others what we have seen and heard. Why? Because God knows we have indeed witnessed some marvelous things. We can be satisfied and smug in our own experiences or... We can get up and go share the bounty in this precious little time that we have left. If we're willing to go out there, he has guaranteed his blessing. It says the promise of the Father will go with us. That promise, which encompasses all the love and the grace and the blessings found on the pages of Scripture, will come to us as it did for the apostles, all well gassed up and ready to go. For the power from on high was coming. Indeed, the essential possession that we must have in order to be successful out there is coming. It would be the infilling, the baptism of the Holy Spirit early in the book of Acts. God and Spirit to fill us up so that we might think like Him and act like Him and be like Him. Now please note, He didn't tell us to merely write a check and look the other way. He told us to go to go out there and preach the word. Don't get me wrong, writing a check is good and needed, but we should go to the people every chance we get to be a personal witness of our Lord's work. Verse 49, warning them of that coming Holy Spirit says, Behold, I sent out the promise of my Father on you, but wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed with power from on high. Verse 50 says, He led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he blessed them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. They worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they were continually in the temple, praising and blessing God. Amen. The closing of this book, he says that he blessed them. Can you imagine that? To receive a blessing straight from the master? (laughs) But gang, indeed we have. That's what the whole book of Luke has been about. Luke sat down and gave us this account of great blessing that Christ bestowed upon us. 
After all, he gave his life for us. And then he beat back death. Oh, and indeed, so will we. And we too will not stay in the grave. <laughs> But we will live to walk into rooms without using the door. Will we all sit just smug in the comfort of our churches? Or will we go to our Jerusalem and out into the uttermost parts of the earth to be witnesses of his glory? In verse 52, in closing, and they worshiped him. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.